we're back. First episode of 2019. It's been a while. It's been a while. That was a big entrance. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I need to, I was trying to think of something when I was when I was thinking this morning. It's like, oh, I got to lead it with something cool. Yeah. You know, so no, first that was episode good. of 2019. That was big. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been, it's been a, a while. while. Um, but what do we have tomorrow? Oh, eight straight AFC championship game? Yep. In Arrowhead, uh, which yeah. is, um, you know, you know, not not the greatest, but hey, we got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, it's going to be uh, electric. The yep. crowd's going to be very into it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a shootout. You think it's going to be a shootout? Yes, I do. Yeah, I think everyone's uh, overblowing this weather situation. Yeah, I, I wanted to. Kind and of now talk it's to supposed you. to yeah. be like thirty degrees. Yeah. So like they're going to be able to score points. Both defenses are not very good. Yeah. And both offenses is both offenses uh can put up points. And unless we didn't make it clear, the Pats and Chiefs are playing tomorrow. Also we didn't true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we I feel like we always skip like yeah. what we're actually talking about. Yeah. It's a good call. Yes. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think this whole like what you said, I think this whole weather thing is being blown out of proportion. Yeah. Like there were I was you know, been listening to EI lately. Um there was some guy I don't know who it was, but he based off he was basing his decision like as to if it was gonna be significantly below like thirty degrees. Yeah. Like that's just I if it was in Foxborough this week this weekend, well one, I don't think they would probably play. Yeah, it'd be a blizzard. Yeah. But that that would be that's a different story. But um you know, it's gonna be what, low thirties, is that what it said? That's what I've heard now. Like yeah. like it's supposed to be at freezing or something at kickoff, I heard. Like thirty two. Yeah. And the preliminary forecasts for any game are oh, the, like they're unpredictable. I mean, when we saw, I, I think it was after uh, the Chargers, the the wild card round, the f- the first forecast for the game last week was like, oh, we're gonna get a snowstorm, we're gonna get like five inches, oh, of snow. Yeah. and then it was like thirty and sunny. Yeah. Or actually, it was a lot colder, but like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, weather's the most unpredictable thing. Yeah. And weathermen have a very difficult job. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I don't think weather's going to be a, a huge factor. Um, and, as you know, I bet <laughs> someone's going to tell me not to bet the Cowboys. Good thing they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I'm hammering the over. Okay. What is so the over? Is it like It fish? was uh, 55, I think. Mm. Okay. Somewhere. It was between 55 and 57. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm hammering that. S- final score is going to be like 40 to 35. So you think it's going to be like a lot of the same with the first matchup? I do, yeah. Okay. And yeah. the only way I would think that would change is actually the Patriots stop the Chiefs. Hmm. Like, I have zero faith in that Chiefs defense to stop anybody. I, yeah. know, I mean, I know they did. Yeah. They beat the Colts. Yeah. Colts were uh, overachieving, as it was. I mean, like, Andrew Luck's very good. He's, he's back, as they say. Mm-hmm. But that team sucks. Yeah, I can't think of any really good teams that they beat during. The, I mean, I, I don't like. Obviously, we don't have like their yeah. schedule in front of us, but I don't know who they beat on their way to making the playoffs. Uh, I think they beat they beat Tennessee to get into the playoffs. I think they beat. Oh, the, you're talking about the Colts? Yeah. yeah oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, beat Texans and then Tennessee. But then they also had that. Remember when they got shut out against Jacksonville? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. like they 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 just overperformed. All year, it was a good story. Like I, it was nice that they made got in the playoffs. I mean, if they get like Le'Veon Bell or you know, uh, actual playmaker wide receiver, mm-hmm. I guess they have T.Y. Hilton. 
But if they get a few more pieces, they're going to be very good. And yeah. I was talking to someone, too, because uh, I was watching the game at a bar. They wouldn't have made the playoffs with Josh McDaniels as the head coach. Probably not. I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Um, so, I guess back to the greater point, uh, the Chiefs stopped a not very good team on defense. That's kind of like a hot take. I feel like going into the playoffs, the Colts were so hot, everybody was just like, oh, man, this is like the dark horse to make the Super Bowl. Like, the, like is this the best team in the AFC right now? And then, yeah. from what you said, like, now that you say it, they didn't beat that many good teams. Again, we, we don't really – I don't know why we're they talking were, about they the Colts were just, a lot. But. They were just – yeah, I mean, they beat a Houston team where Deshaun Watson forgot how to throw the football. Yep. To make it to Kansas City, and then um, Kansas City's offense was just much better than that Colts defense. Mm-hmm. So, again, back to the original point, <laughs> Colts defense can't stop the Patriots scoring. Right. And especially if the Patriots play like they did against Chargers last week. Mm-hmm. It was, what, 35-7 to at halftime? So, uh, I, I think it'll be a shootout, though. I don't think the Patriots are going to stop Pat Mahomes in that offense very easily. Neither do I. I think – I don't see, like, another 40-40 game. Uh, I don't know. I can see I, – I think I'm – I'll say it's going to be in the high 20s. I, I don't know. As long as it hits, like, whatever the over is, I don't... Yeah. I just need the Patriots to win and that to hit, and I'll be I could set. see, like, a like a wonky score. There's going to be some weird things that's going to happen tomorrow. You know, it's just, like, AFC Championship games on the road for like the... Like, three safeties or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I guess what's kind of killed the Pats in those games is they've had little mistakes that kind of cost them at the end. Like, in the, in Denver a couple of years ago, Vinatieri... I mean, not Vinatieri, yeah. Um, uh, Goskowski missed. Sebastian uh, Janikowski. He's never played for the Patriots. That was <laughs> wow. Uh, Goskowski. I think he missed a yeah. point after, and I think he also missed a field goal later I in think that so, game. Oh yeah. And that they lost by two points. So, yeah. Um, and like in Miami, he missed a field goal, an extra point as well. Pretty sure. This yeah. Year. Yeah. So yeah, even just excluding the playoffs. Yeah. Well, so. and I think the big thing too. Um, they say Kansas City is one of the loudest stadiums. That New Orleans, the two teams that are hosting, mm-hmm. are like two of the hardest places to play. Um, and we saw in Pittsburgh this year with the Patriots, they had a lot of trouble with pre-snap penalties, you know, false right. starts mm-hmm. or illegal motions or something. And it'll be interesting to see how the noise affects them uh, this week. Because yeah. the, and last week was probably the best offensive line game we've seen from this current group. I mean, that was unbelievable. <laughs> they were moving moving some of the best defensive ends in, in the game, just blowing them up. So... I'm curious to see how the noise uh, factors in tomorrow. Right, and going back to what you just said, like it seemed like going into that Chargers game, everybody was saying, oh, like, you know, their front four is really good. It's Bosa, and I forgot the other guy. Dude, Melvin the, Ingram. Melvin Ingram. They're just like, they're going to be able to get to Brady all, all day yeah. long. And then I mean, the you saw what happened. excellent. Yeah. And it was weird, too. Gronk had, what, one catch, but he was, like, an X-factor blocking, too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's it's... I, oh, also, um, I think the Patriots should do what they did last week and take the ball first if they can. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. really liked that move last week. Yeah. No, if they're if they're playing from behind, if if Kansas City comes out scores a touchdown, and the Patriots go like three and out, mm-hmm. might be a long day. Yeah. Um. I some uh, EI personality mentioned this. It might have been Lou Marloni actually, but I thought he actually made a pretty good point that you'll probably get a sense of who's going to win within the first five minutes of the game. Um, with just how I – I mean, you just seen it all year. When the Pats get off to a really good start, they're they're going to win, yeah. most likely. Um, aside from maybe the Miami game, they started out really well. That was just yeah. a weird game. Um, but, yeah, I think if they pl- 
if they immediately play from behind, that is especially just away from home. It's loud. Um, that's going to be hard to come back. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, and I don't know if you heard, but it was, you know, it was speculated, but then it was finally confirmed that Brady was playing with some sort of knee injury. Yeah, like, a, Tennessee like an game. MCL sprain or something yeah. like that. And um, and the, and if you look, the Miami game was probably one of the ones, like when he was actually feeling better. But then right before halftime, he went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, people are now saying that like he's like last week was his first like real full healthy game in a long time, mm-hmm. and it showed. I mean, he was zipping the ball around. He was spot on. He looked, you know, like he's twenty eight again, not forty one. Mm-hmm. So. If he has another game like that, I I just don't see how the Patriots lose. Also, have you seen like his stats over his past like six playoff games are absurd. Yeah. I mean you you could Google Tom or like even just Patriots postseason stats and they're all just absurd. Yeah, like things that you'd be like that doesn't even seem possible. Yeah, I saw like Julian Edelman that like is now in like I don't know if he's the, has the second most catches in yeah, postseason does, history. Yeah. Like someone yeah, Jerry Rice has a hundred and. 51. Yeah, Nettleman has like what 97 or something yeah. like that. And I and I yeah. saw another thing too. Jerry Rice never had like more than never had like a 10 reception game in the playoffs. Wow. Which, which is like wild when he has so many receptions. Yeah. Yeah. James might James White might set the record just in this postseason of the Pats paint the Super Bowl. He has 15 catches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he tied uh, Darren Sproles or something. Yeah. So James White is I mean, and I think very they good. from the offensive standpoint I think they just got to do the same thing they did last week. I mean, you know, yeah. different personnel, obviously, on the other side. But, I mean, they talk about how their running game is really this, the, are those like little passes to White. And, um, you, and you obviously have to be very, like, happy to see what you got from Sonny Michelle, too. He yeah, was, he, lo- he, yeah. Looked, he looked very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, actually, my X factors, if you will, are uh, Philip Dorsett and Chris Hogan. Okay. Um, I think they're gonna have to have, if not both, at least one of them is gonna have to have like six catches, six plus catches. Yeah. Because Gronk, you, you don't know what you're gonna get with him week to week. I mean, he could go out there and give you, you know, eight catches maybe tomorrow, but that doesn't seem likely from what we've seen all season. And if the the Chiefs watched any game film at all, you're gonna like triple team Edelman. Yeah. And then, so that leaves... Leaves a lot of guys open. Well, yeah, but I mean, that leaves, you know, Hogan and Dorsett, single coverage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're going to really have to make use of their targets. If that... I mean, obviously, we don't know the game plan. It'll probably be run heavy again. But I think Dorsett and Hogan uh, need this. One of them really needs to step up and, and kind of be like a Danny Amendola. Yeah. Wild card, like, playoff hero. And he's white, so it's going to be Chris Hogan then. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in the Patriots system, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually I agree with that. I think that in some of these games, I feel like it's not necessarily a random person, but it's, I guess somebody you won't wouldn't expect to kind of step up. Yeah. Um, I could. I I don't know. I just. I guess I'm I'm very much in agreement with you yeah. with that assessment. Yeah. And. I know on the defensive side, you just gotta, you got to figure out how to stop Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and I guess maybe a little bit of an X factor is the fact that they're not going to be facing Kareem Hunt <laughs> in this game. I, yeah, nah. but uh, yeah, I don't know how much that matters. But yeah. 
it's it's uh I I think it's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna uh it might come down to like the Super Bowl where one defensive stop wins the game. We all know how that happened last year. Well, that's so. what, I mean, yeah, but that that's just what a it, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. it feels like to me. Yeah. You get like you know a late interception or or somehow get a fourth down stop. Mm-hmm. That's the game. Yep. Uh, Whoever so, has the ball last is gonna win. Okay. Um, what do you think this whole like why not us attitude from the Pats? Yeah, a lot of people are getting extremely bad at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's totally in the wrong. Um, if you watch any national and even some local guys, they all just trash Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, just because they hate him at this point. They know that they're still a good team, but they just don't want, they don't want them to win. So it's like, I guess it's whatever gets them going. Well, also, I the thing that I find so interesting and so like hypocritical about this is that like, like they're bashing Brady all year. Oh, he's washed. The Pats are terrible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the Pats they feel they think they feel slighted by that, and then all, everybody's now is like, oh, well, you guys yeah. are actually great. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Everyone, no, that's whatever that's, the like narrative coming out of Foxborough, the the media just is the complete opposite. Yeah. So if it's like they're doing bad, the the media. Is they're done, but then if the Patriots say that they are underdogs, and the media's like, "No, you guys are great." Like, yeah. it's, you can't it's, have it's, it both ways. Exactly, you, you can't always be right. Like, yeah, it's, it's so stupid, and hey, I try not to t- take things, uh, those things too seriously. But it, it, it sometimes it just like kind of gets under your skin yeah. a little bit, and I can and obviously see why it's clearly gotten under uh, the Patriots' skin. And, yeah, you know. and if if any of these national guys actually watched the games. They realized the Patriots were one play away from hosting this game. Yeah, <laughs> like they should have been the one seed. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you got guys like Max Kellerman who just doesn't—he just doesn't shut up about. He just continues to double just, down on his take. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, as people say, he's gonna be right at some point. Mm-hmm. But he also made this statement like four years ago. Yep. Just like, all right, bro, you 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 can take one L. It's not gonna like kill your career. I saw he made some comment after the Pats win last week, and he said that he thought a lot of quarterbacks could have done what Tom Brady did on Sunday. Yeah, he said he wasn't throwing to like tight windows and. And, and then there like were that. like I I saw some clip. It was like him talking, and then actual highlights of Brady, yeah. and like it was like him like making like the most precise. Like, like I said, the, I don't even think these guys watch the games. Yeah, they look at the box score and they're like, oh, he threw one touchdown. Must have sucked. <laughs> yeah. So it's just uh, it's it's almost it's it's comical. You know? Yeah. Oh, it, it it really is, and and at, it, like like you said, at some point it is going to get to the guys in the locker room, get to us, get to the fans, mm-hmm. um, and so you're like, well, if you really think that, let's go out and prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think, why well, I think the, well, I think the the chip on the shoulder is kind of wrong. I can see why the team is using it as motivation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it it's gonna be tough. You. You have a prediction? Yeah, I've been kind of back and forth um, kind of all week on it. Uh, I'm weirdly I'm, – I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, I, I love how well they played on Sunday. I know. Uh, and if Brady's 100% healthy and it seems like he's really fired up, oh, man, this is hard. I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. You're gonna take the Patriots. I'm I'm riding the Patriots. I, I believe in them. 
Uh, I think it's going to be, like I said, a shootout, one-score game. It's going to be like 38-34. Ah, fuck it. I'll, I'm going to pick the Pats, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a so – I think both teams will be at least be in the 30s. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, predicting the score I always feel like is kind of stupid, but it's going to be somewhere in there. I'll go Pats 32-29. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I just, um, yeah, maybe it's just the homer in me, but uh, I think just the way they play. I mean, they were the most impressive team by far last week. Um, I, oh, yeah. I would I would agree with that. And I know Kansas City, their defense has improved. I saw it, like, throughout, like, like, since week six or whatever, they've actually been, like, a top – I don't know, like top ten defense maybe, like from like the whole DVOA, whatever. I yeah. don't really understand that. I don't get into advanced stats. I've said that many times. Yeah. Um, I still think the dynasty will still be alive after tomorrow. I I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's, but like I guess we should. I should also say like I'm not gonna be shocked if they lose. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the way they play on the road this year has not been good. Uh, I could all, yeah, I could see them winning. I, I could see uh, so many different outcomes. I could see them winning in a close one. I could see the Chiefs winning in a close one. I could also see the Chiefs winning by, like, three scores. I know. I, well, I could also see the Patriots winning by three scores. True. Yeah. I could see all the scenarios. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that's the like one thing peop- people say. Is that they just – that's, like, the only thing that I feel like people are hesitant to – pick the Patriots just because they played so bad on the road. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's no other like items that people are listing off of, of why they could lose. I mean, we see the people on like NFL Network who are giving that advantage in every single category to the Chiefs, which mm-hmm. again is just wrong. <laughs> but uh, I feel like other than playing on the road, and I guess that is a pretty huge factor. Yeah. Um, there's no other concrete like evidence of why the Patriots can't win. Right. And isn't that almost like I'll, f- I'll flip it? Isn't that like a great reason to actually pick them to win that they're on the road? Almost like it's the greatest of all time going in there. He's been doubted all year. It would just like make football's weird. It would just yeah. make it would almost make sense that he would yeah. go out. I just wanted to happen yeah. so all the national heads roll and lose yeah. their minds. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope there's a questionable call that goes for the Patriots way. I, yeah, I, I just want all those things mm-hmm. deflated footballs. Maybe even just like it's the same. Oh, it's the same ref. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Cleet. Cleet? His name's Cleet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cleet Blackman, I think. Cleet. That is... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's not a funny joke. It's uh, He was named Cleet because at the time of conception, his dad was wearing cleats. <laughs> but they just spelt it wrong. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're both going Patriots. We both mm-hmm. picked a close game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for it. Yeah, so am I. Super excited. We do have an appetizer, though. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the main course, of course, for us. Yeah. We yeah. do have an appetizer. Uh, see who the AFC is going to play. Little Rams at Saints. Mm-hmm. I'm all over on Saints on this. Mm. You think like they win pretty convincingly, or just like you just pick them to win outright, or uh, pick them to win outright. Okay. I just I feel their home field is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Breeze is playing pretty well. Michael Thomas looks uncoverable. He's so good. And their running back situation is good. I just don't know if I trust Jared Goff. Yeah, I guess that would probably be the key thing. Looking forward to that matchup. Um, 
one thing I was a little worried about, how good is Philadelphia's defense like the entire season? Was, I have no idea. I mean, the fact that they had the Saints had to come back from 14 points down in that game makes me yeah. a little skeptical. But, I mean, it's just it's a one-game sample. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would probably pick the Chiefs in this game as well. It's going to be a really fun game, though. This is like I think so, yeah. The, these are the two games we wanted. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I feel like everyone said it too. They're the, they've been like the four best teams all year, mm-hmm. and and it kind of showed last week. I mean, other than Saints Eagles, the other games weren't really great to watch. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's the best weekend in football." Yeah, but like, I know the Cowboys lost by eight, which I lost my shirt betting them. You lost I, your shirt? I don't know. Just like <laughs> saying. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I had Cowboys uh, plus seven. Lost by eight. Uh, that's anyway. Uh, I know the score was looked close, but that game wasn't ever really that close. No. Kansas City blew them out. Patriots blew them out. And then Eagles Rams. Uh, sorry, Eagles Saints was actually a good game. And the Eagles actually had a chance to like win it, but went right through Ash- a- Ashlon Jeffrey's hands. Ashlon? Is I that? I thought name. it was Alshon. Al- that's it. Yeah. I couldn't really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went right through his hands. So. I'm happy the Eagles are out, though. Oh, yeah, same. Same. And has Big Dick Nick's magic run out for, for the I Eagles, mean, it, well, it sounds like. Yeah. I don't yeah. know about overall. Yeah. Because it wasn't really his fault that the magic ended. True. True. I mean, they were driving, too. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. If he catches that, they're in pretty good position to probably win that game. Yeah. But uh, so we're both going Patriots-Saints Super Bowl, or are you going Rams? Um... Man, it's hard. I, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't really trust Goff that much. However, I'm a big believer in like, you know, facing a team twice in a season that if you lose, that you have a better chance to win. Yeah, that's true. Um, man, this is tough. I think both these games are gonna be so good. I mean, like, I. They better be. Yeah. They deserve it. it also, uh, the over in that game as well. So both overs. I'm in on both overs. Makes sense. I mean, they're the four best offenses in yes sport. So, um, watch both games just like be like twenty to well, seventeen. Probably yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also saw out of all the defenses, the Patriots are the only one in the top ten, which also doesn't seem right. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. At least I think that was a stat. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Ah, man. I'm a. He's really struggling with that game. I think I'm going to go with the Rams. The Rams? Yeah. That's, yeah. Even though I don't tr- really trust Jared Goff. Aaron um, Donald's going to be tough to block. Yeah. But I yeah. don't know. I just. Yeah. Saints, I actually feel like super confident about. It's weird. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> it's one of those irrational things that, yeah. like, they shouldn't. Yeah. I'm probably just going to tweet bet the house on the Cowboys tomorrow. Even though they don't <laughs> yeah, play. You, you're, you're definitely going to. I know you are. <laughs> I thought yeah. that uh, a gif of uh, Jim Carrey was perfect. But what, I'm sorry. What, it was what the what somebody stopped me with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. someone like needs to st- like, I'm going to bet way too much on the Cowboys next year, and it's going to be very bad. Uh, yeah. They ha- they you might want like, to rethink that. For like some yeah. reason, they're just my team to lose all my money on. Okay. So, yeah. Exciting okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Okay. Yeah, in Good. a tight one. Um, you have a score prediction? In that one, eh, I don't know. Actually, that one 
I don't know, I gotta look at the over again on that one. I still think it's gonna hit, so like thirty twenty four. That's only fifty four, I won't hit. Well rip. Was it like fifty five? I think that one might have been even fifty seven. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with what I think the the first time they played it was like forty five thirty five, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go like thirty eight thirty four. Okay. That game. Thanks for yeah. the over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm just really excited for tomorrow. I'm a little yeah. nervous, obviously. And it's, like, kind of nice for us here in New England because it's supposed to be a disaster of a blizzard outside tomorrow. Yeah. So you wake up, don't have to go anywhere. Yep. Watch some foosball. <laughs> and uh, go to bed. Drink, like, 11 beers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably the plan. Yeah. So. Be, uh, should be a fun day. Hopefully it's a fun day. Oh, just uh, before we move on from football, it's the 17, 17th uh, anniversary to the day of the Tuck Rule game. Oh, yeah. okay. So kind of... Nice little symmetry right there. Yeah, and with a blizzard tomorrow. Oh, kinda okay. the game's on Foxborough now. Yeah. But just thought I'd throw that out there for all you Oakland Raider listeners out there. Mm. Suck it. <laughs> well, maybe we can kind of save this topic for after the games are played. Or maybe not, because actually we would only have two teams left. But like, what would be like the most like, I guess maybe from like a storyline standpoint, like I guess what would be the best Super Bowl matchup? Uh, I agree with m- most of the people that it would be Breeze Brady. Yeah, like the two oldest quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because they have so much history already, not verse each other together or anything, but just like both hold like all the records and everything. Uh, two of like oldest quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And then I think it'd be the complete opposite, where it'd be the two young guys. With Goff and Mahomes. Yeah, so it'd be Brady Breeze, Goff, Mahomes. And that'd be a rematch of like, the best game of the season. Yeah, yeah. And then, I don't know, however you want to... I guess probably however after... However you want to put in... After that would probably be Rams-Pats, where it's a rematch of the 01 Super oh, Bowl. Oh, true. Um, kind of like... Every, yeah, everybody likes to build up the whole Mc, McVay versus Belichick kind of genius yeah. standpoint. So, um, I mean, I think that and... Breeze Mahomes is kind of those two are kind of interchangeable. Yeah, I guess in that one it's probably the top two MVP in the MVP race. I would yeah, say. Yeah. So. so, and that's I mean to be honest, I, I, I like we both want the Pats oh, to win, yeah. but like I see what you're saying, we're yeah. not going to be losing with any type of Super Bowl matchup. From no, the, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. But I think those would be my one Breeze Brady, uh, Got- Goth Mahomes. Those would be my top two. Okay. So you got the two old, and then you got the two young. And then I, I think they're all going to be shootouts yeah. every single game. Yeah. This is what we wanted, which is very exciting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's weird that football actually worked out where, you know, the four best teams all year actually made the Final Four. Hmm. Uh, like basketball normally always happens that the best teams win. But football, it's like you never know. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that it actually yeah. worked out. Speaking of basketball. Boom. We thought the Celtics would be maybe the best team in the East. Um, hasn't gone to plan so far. They Negative. sit at fifth. It's fifth. been – we talked about this before we recorded. They show up for the good teams, and they lay an egg against bad teams. Yeah. They're um, – and, like, I know uh, I'm a Syracuse fan, but they're literally Syracuse basketball. <laughs> like, they beat number one Duke in Cameron Indoor. Yeah. But then lose to, like, Old Dominion at home. Yeah. So, like – I thought Old Dominion was, like, a country band. Could be. Yeah. It's also a college. Uh, yeah, this, I almost just said the Syracuse. The Celtics, uh, 
play, you know, Orlando Magic and lose, mm-hmm. but then beat Toronto. Yeah. Twi- they beat Toronto twice already. Mm-hmm. Lost to Orlando twice. Yeah. So it's it, it's very weird. Uh, there's definitely some sort of chemistry issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully it's blown over by now. But Kyrie's been very vocal. He has. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think he has good intentions. I think he went the wrong way of trying of like putting it out there. I guess. Um, I mean, he's been like that. Like, if you follow him throughout his career, he's always been like I don't know if it, eccentric is the right word. He's like I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, he clearly like walks to the beat of a different drum than most players and I think when there are microphones around him he always he almost feels like he just needs to vent I guess um but I don't I think people are making way too uh, big of a deal about it um him calling LeBron was fine I think maybe yeah you should maybe not tell that to the world because if you put if you say the word LeBron in any type of setting, it's going to become the lead story yeah. on every like national show. So yeah, put, and I think the people that sorry I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think the people that are looking at it as he's still making taking a dig at the young guys on the team, mm-hmm. I, d- I don't think that's the right right look right uh, way to look at that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, I, agree. I think it's more just him actually realizing like. How much of a dick I guess he was yeah. as the young guy. Yeah. And and like in a way the young guys should look at that as like, oh, maybe we should Yeah. Be more mature, I guess. I, I don't know if that's the right way to put it. But I, I like I said, I don't think it's any way saying the young guy uh, taking a shot at the young guys again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, I I feel like just this entire week has has it's been like, Oh, is Kyrie Irving a leader? Yeah. Um, and well, one, I get in these past two games, he's shown that on the court, at least he's 100% without a doubt, a leader. Um, I think that one thing that I thought was interesting, I, I think, uh, I was listening to Bill Simmons's podcast about, they talked about him for a little bit and they're saying like, you know, you look at some of the leaders over the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years, you mm-hmm. look at like they mentioned Tim Duncan as one of the best leaders of all time, and he just didn't really say anything. He just yeah. kind of led by example and like didn't really talk to the media. So I guess like more of don't like don't talk about being a leader. Actually, just do it. Yeah. So um, was it Bill? I was going to bring up. I couldn't remember if it was Bill Simmons, but somebody tweeted out and was just like, "Like Kyrie, you don't have to talk every single time a mic's in your face." I yeah, can, I, been, I can't yeah. remember if it was him, but someone said that, and it was like, "Yeah," I was like. Literally watch one Bill Belichick press conference and just copy that for like si- he said like, you do it for like six weeks and well yeah that's funny that's actually what's in that podcast Simmons it, just so it yeah. must have been Simmons then. Yeah, he yeah. just said like just look at what Bill Belichick does he says nothing yeah <laughs> someone was like yeah just like for like you know an extended period of time just don't actually like engage fully yeah just give like one word answer and Kyrie even apologized for publicly calling the teammates he yeah. said like I'm not I won't do that again and he, he gave credit to Jalen Brown he's like yeah Jalen Brown was right no one plays that part of the they just cut yeah. that part off and go yeah, right yeah, to the yeah. LeBron part, of course. Well, yeah, that's what the, that's the thing. Like, if you watch, like, I was watching that post game interview that night, yeah. and I watched like the entire interview, and of course, like, there was a lot of context to what was being said. Yeah. But of course, all these shows, it's first take, it's around the horn. Yeah. They take this 
twenty second clip, like edited clip, saying like that he talked to LeBron, and then they try to swing it that like, oh, he's that's still a dick at the team. Yeah. It's just like watch the full. It's like, like what we're talking about with the pads. Like w- actually watch the entire thing. Yeah, like, exactly. Understand the context as to what's yeah, happening. Yeah, and <laughs> like <laughs> this might be weird, but. Kyrie's like an extremely deep human, <laughs> if that makes sense. He's an onion. He's got so many layers. I feel like, <laughs> and like, he when he says stuff, people definitely don't see it the same way he does. Like you said, he walks to a different beat. Mm-hmm. So when he says something, I feel like he means something else than what the rest of the world interprets. Yeah, yeah. I think that's actually. I think that's like a perfect way of looking at it. Yeah. So looking at Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, he he came out versus Toronto and Memphis last night and has dominated. Mm-hmm. So he scored like sixty points, just like thirty assists in yeah. two games. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. I feel like we've said this a bunch, but hopefully this sparks him. Hopefully this gets him. Yeah, and back. that's the, like. Yeah. They have like these little like three or four game winning streaks, just like okay, like this this is like their turnaround. Then they yeah. lose three in a row. So like bad teams, yeah, like, not quality opponents. And you know tonight they're in Atlanta. Uh, Hayward won't be playing. He's, I, did see that, I, yeah. I guess Personal his wife. Reasons. Well, I guess his wife is having a uh, that a kid. Yeah, there are that's already happening. I think so. Oh yeah, that was a fast nine months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I get. The unfortunate thing is that you're worried about games like this, where you're yes, on the road worried. against to like a really bad team, back to back. Yeah. Some some random guy like I was looking at their roster today. Like, it's gonna be the red haired guy. The Kevin Huter or whatever his name is. Isn't he on that team? Kevin who? Is it not. It's like Huter. Schroeder. No. Dennis Schroeder. No, Dennis Schroeder on Oakland. Uh, OKC. Is you know the red? You have the red haired guy. The red haired guy. Is he white? Oh yeah. Went to Maryland, I think. Oh, uh, is it, is it like not Huter or something? Oh crap! I know who you're talking about. I yeah, don't he's gonna probably score sixty points. Well, tonight. I also I think T- Torian Prince has had like really good games against Celtics. I can oh, see him having like thirty five. Yeah, but uh, if this is as what we say, I'm using air quotes. You nice. know, a turning point. They have to. They they should win. I mean, they're. I, I can't believe I'm stressed about an Atlanta yeah, Hawks game. I know, but just the way the season is, like. You kind of have to be. Yeah, I mean, five years it would be like, oh, they could very well lose mm-hmm. to the Atlanta Hawks, but now they should, they should win like one forty to one hundred. Oh, That's yeah. aggressive. Sorry, <laughs> but like a little forty point game. Yeah. But like, right? Yeah, I don't know. They should blow them out. Yeah, and I think they did kind of lay the smackdown uh, on Atlanta earlier in the year in Atlanta too. Yeah, I think so. But um, yeah, if this is the turning point, crush them and then crush Cleveland on Monday and then. Crush Golden State and then crush Houston. Crush Golden State. Yeah. Uh, no, that, yeah. can't crush You don't Golden know. State. Hey, whenever they Golden State comes to – oh, no, it's when Boston goes to Golden State. Never mind. Yeah. I was going to say they play them extremely tough, but mm-hmm. – And now Boogie's back. So. <sighs> yeah. He actually 14, played really well. 14 points in 15 minutes? Yeah. I saw this stat that since uh, 2001 – it also didn't seem like a believable stat, but it was the internet, so I believe it. Since 2001, Golden State centers have made – Two three pointers, wow! And Boogie Cousins made three last night. So, I did see some, like they're talking about the the center position for Golden State. How it's been 
like that position specifically has been like one of the worst in the league. But it, it makes no difference because you have matter, the yeah. top your top four is so good. But yeah. now like they literally have five all stars in their lineup. Not I mean not this. I think at some point in their careers they're all all stars. But like pretty sure they were all all stars last year. You're probably right. I, I'm trying to remember. Even though but Demarcus yeah. Cousins blew out his Achilles, but I'm pretty sure they were all all stars. Yeah. yeah, no, Demarcus Cousins played in the All Star game. Right, 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 right. So they yeah. were all all stars last year. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think that – if Boogie just does this throughout the rest of the season, then we're – everybody's fucked. Well, I remember everybody was talking about it, too. They are like, oh, how is he going to fit in? Yeah. I think that's exactly good. how he's going to fit in. Like, yeah. maybe up his minutes a little bit, but obviously he's just coming back. Did you also see what he said after the game? Bad. He uh, – it's like the most fake love he's ever gotten, and he <laughs> can't wait for the cameras to not be in his face because he hates it. He doesn't know how Steph and Clay do it every – night of the week or something. Why'd you sign with Golden State then? <laughs> I don't know. It was, also, just, it was just yeah. like super passive-aggressive DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. You also, did you also see he said that the Golden State Warriors are the most hated team in sports? Mm. I didn't. Oh, I did. Sorry. No, I didn't. I was thinking about the comments. I don't know if I'd agree with that. I mean, I think there you could slot five teams that are more. Like the Pats. Yeah. Cowboys. Yankees. Uh, Alabama. Um, Duke Basketball. I mean, okay. That, those are five you teams right there. Me, okay, I yeah. was just saying, I don't know yeah. if you could do that, but I think you just did, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Well, that's the thing. I feel like basketball fans don't necessarily, like, hate other teams. Is that weird? Does that make sense? Like... N- yeah, like, I... Like, I don't hate the... War- I mean, there's, like... Because s- basketball is, like, super entertaining to watch. Yeah. Like, if you watch, like, the Patriots and they just dominate everyone, you, I guess... I don't know if that made sense, <laughs> but I don't hate. I I don't I don't I think it's different. Yeah, I mean I. I think if anything, they just get a lot of jealousy. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to be them. Yeah. They, I mean, they're they've won what three of the last four. I mean, who doesn't want to win three of four championships? Yeah, no. uh, and I guess with envy, I guess there does come with some hatred. Um. I mean, we, you look at all those other, like, specifically, I guess, since I follow it closely, like, with Duke basketball, yes, they win, but, you know, it's, you can make the case as to why they're hated. It's, you know, these white, scrappy guys. It's the yeah. Grayson Allens. It's Alex the, O'Connell's. That yeah, Alex that O'Connell. Dude, I wanted yeah. to punch him in the face on Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, he was making me mad. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Yeah, but like those other teams, you know, the, like the Patriots, like they get accused of cheating, like def, you know, deflate gate, yeah. whatever. Like those are, you know, reasons to hate them. Like the Warriors, they're just really good, they're just good. and, and they, they have an overabundance of talent. I guess, and for the most part, they did it the way that you're supposed to rebuild. They drafted the yeah, they dra- yeah, the Clay, core of their, and yeah, the core yeah. of their players are drafted yeah. by the team. Yeah. Um, obviously. The Kevin Durant thing a lot. I guess that would probably be the one thing people hate the most about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Well, and also I guess I mean they do. Durant, Draymond, and Boogie are all like I, I'm sure they're not hated like around the league like in amongst the players, yeah. but just like reputation wise, they're not a lot of people like them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's wild. Kevin Durant's the second best player in the NBA. So, I mean, you probably could argue he's the best, but I I, I would not I make that argument. No. But he's, he's the second best player in the NBA, and I feel like he doesn't have fans. 
you know, he, he, as they as they call him stands, every other play like great player, fans come out of the woodwork to defend them. You ever see on like the internet people defending Kevin Durant out of anything? Now, well, he, he he's kind of put that on himself though with his whole burner account and yeah. that. he's like he's like saying fuck you to fans on the sidelines. Like I feel like I feel like Kobe fans are the worst. Yeah, they're definitely the worst. <laughs> but then obviously LeBron's got his MJ, even Paul Pierce. I see Paul Pierce slander on the internet. People come out from all over the place <laughs> to defend him. Just not 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 Kevin Durant. Yeah. Which is wild. Like yeah. One of the like best scorers ever. Just people hate him. Yeah. Just despise him. Just because of that one move that he said, I'm going to go to Golden State. And the burner accounts. Burner yeah. accounts. The burner accounts were really funny. Yeah. But yeah. he what a, And again, if you're an OKC fan. Woo. Boy. Mm. Yeah. But Paul not, George not, is looking Well, really I'm not saying just Kevin Durant. He had also like, the best player ever right now. He had James Harden. Oh, right. He's yeah. your sixth man. Yeah. He's about to win his second MVP in a row. Yeah. So you think he's going to win the MVP? I don't see any s- signs of him slowing down. Yeah. I don't know who else can score the ball. Isn't Chris Paul out and now Clint Capella's out? Yeah. Who's going to score? Eric Gordon? He's been having a really bad year. Austin Rivers, maybe. Uh, PJ Tucker? <laughs> yeah. Who are these people? <laughs> so, I don't know how he could lose it. And LeBron's been out for like five years, so hmm. I don't know if you can give it to him. Except... He's showing why he is very valuable to that Lakers team. Yeah, they maybe just give trash. him to the give him the award just based on that, yeah. just how bad the team actually is without yeah, him. Exactly. <laughs> what if they actually did that with awards? Like, like you are actually this valuable that it, that when you go out, your team is this bad. So we're gonna give the award to you. Well, I was making the case uh, three years ago that if you took Isaiah Thomas off that team for the Celtics, yeah, 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 like they, they would have just been awful. Like he was actually that valuable to the team. That's why he should have won. So I kind of yeah. made that argument. Yeah, for, true. For yeah. that's also just because like we're homers or whatever. Mm. But yeah, I think. Well, I think it's just right now it's just down to him and uh, Giannis. Yeah. Um. If but if yeah, if Harden continues this for like another month, I think that and he's gonna carry that team to. I mean, they're obviously in the playoffs right now. I think it would be really hard not to give it to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's doing crazy things you see that stat where he so he had like 115 points he scored like 58 and 57 and neither of them came off an assist from t- yeah yeah that was wild yeah he takes like one two-point shot a game yeah he is i will say he's not that fun to watch i don't know his step backs where he takes 15 steps backwards is my favorite move <laughs> ever in the nba I'm, i've also been on james harden since like he got to houston yeah yeah i've been yeah, a, yeah, always been a Harden guy yeah yeah uh so I, I guess I, I've enjoyed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the team, I don't like watching that team, I guess you could say. Well, no, it's just like, it's just him dribbling for 25 seconds and then the four guys just kind of All they standing. do is shoot threes, too. Yeah. I guess Clint, Clint Capella was playing pretty well. Yeah. Also, um, I heard of a really good nickname for Chris Paul. All right. You know, they call him CP3. Yeah. Call him CP3 to six weeks. <laughs> That's kind of true. He's, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's always hurt. Uh, but I guess we started this topic talking about the Celtics. We kind of went on. That happens yeah. to us a lot. After we yeah. get through like our main, yeah, our main course, we kind of yeah, we just yeah. go wild. And but um, one thing I've noticed really over the past two games, Al Horford's been shooting really well. Yeah, I think his knee is finally uh, cleared up. <laughs> He's probably feeling a lot better. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
And Gordon Hayward looked pretty good. Yeah. Especially yeah. in that Toronto game. Yeah, like what? Like 16 or 18 points or something like that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never actually know how many people score. Yeah. Unless I study the box score. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, he's looked good. Uh, Tatum looked kind of bad last night. Yeah, he's been – he's not oh. shooting that well, but I feel like he's still making play. Like in that Toronto game, he had a really big three down the stretch, and then he had like a big and one later. Yeah. So he, like he's so his shot's not really falling, but I like that he's like kind of staying the course and making big plays right now. But you want to know whose shot is falling? Marcus Smart. What? 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 Yeah. When, yeah. when did Marcus Smart become a three-point shooter? He has better. Uh, he has a better percentage than Clay Thompson right now. Yeah, I was just, I was just <laughs> gonna say that. That is unbelievable. Yeah, he is just. I love it though. He's like, you know, it's funny because everybody for a while the whole reputation with him as a Celtics fan is just like, you know, you love him and you hate him. You know, yeah. So some things so infuriating. I think this year. I haven't seen many wrong things he's done on the court. I mean, he'll take some question, questionable shots, but you see how valuable he is to the, to that team and yeah. how important he is. And if he can consistently shoot like this, that's huge. He, he's not going to go 7 of 9 like he I, did last No, night, I know. I still, every time he chucked up a shot, though, I still was like, uh, yeah. well, I don't know if that was a great shot. Then just... Just one that one he came off the pick where he was like fading. Yeah. Top of the whoo. Yeah. That was a shot. Well, it's funny because I feel like they always run that play for Kyrie where he's kind of coming yeah. off that pick and fading away, and they ran for Smart. It's just like what? yeah, Smart okay. is feeling himself. Yeah. Uh, also, do you know how we say Smart is like, you know, the heartbeat, the leader, whatever you want to say, kind of <laughs> of of like the team. Uh, I think the second most important I think player. I know where going with this? Is Aaron Baines? Yeah. Because yeah. he was out, what, like six weeks, four weeks? Yeah. Somewhere in there. And they looked awful. Mm-hmm. He comes back in two games and dominating. Yeah. Yeah. He, I don't know, he's just not afraid to do anything. No. Not I've... even shoot, he shoots threes. Mm-hmm. He tries to block Giannis at the rim. <laughs> he he plays great defense. He he just does all the little things mm-hmm. uh, that that seem to spark the team. Yeah, and I'm su- I've always I'm always surprised with how good of a shooter he actually is. Yeah. Um, like he he actually hit like a really big three in that Toronto game when the like they were like down three in the fourth and he just tied the game with three. Yeah. So it's like oh I forgot you can do that. Yeah. It's been like a month since I've seen you. But do like that. he he just solidifies that middle of the of the uh, paint for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know exactly, and I feel like he just played really well last night too. I don't know. He exactly. did. Yeah, he played yeah. excellent. Yeah. Um, against like. Two pretty good bigs in, in Marcus Hall and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who's going to be very good at basketball. Yeah, he was annoying with how good he was last yeah. night. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. f- for the most part, Bain's locked down. He, he blocks shots. He gets rebounds. He he just does everything, keeps the team going. It's like they feel more safe with him down there. And I think, you know, he brings that, t- that toughness to that team, which yeah. I – it's like him, Smart, and maybe Morris, who are like their three toughest guys from like yeah. a, I'm going to get after you every possession. I th- obviously, I think it's Smart and Baines that are one, two, and yeah. however way you want to. But like, I feel I feel like that's just so important for them to have that type of like bulldog energy. To yeah, oh, it's, it's very important. And if these last two games are 
indicator of, of Baines's uh, res- like responsibility. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the team can also feed off of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Contract Mook still my favorite player in the NBA. Yeah, he hasn't been shooting well the past couple of games, but I still he's still what he's brought to them this year has yeah. been really important. Yeah, he's looked real good. I mean, he's been better so. than Jalen this yeah, year. Oh yeah. Jalen, he's. I feel like Jalen's kind of sharp. Uh, I can't talk right now. Is kind of showing signs of life lately. He'll like. He shows flashes. It's like ninety seconds of like, holy shit, you should yeah. be so good, and then four minutes of like, Got why are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they trade him or something. Yeah. 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 So. Like there are times where he just decides I'm gonna dunk this, and then it'll have like the most powerful dunk. Yeah. It's, I. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's a, like you said. There's, there are times I want Danny to trade him to like Alaska, and there are times where I wouldn't give him up for like anything. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Speaking of that, I saw something interesting. There hasn't been any traction with this, but so Bradley Beal seems to be on the trading market. Oh right yeah, now. I hate that team. I know, I know. <laughs> but he's have he's on an, a like a tear right now. Uh, and I saw that this isn't an original trade, but I just saw this online. You do Jalen, either expiring Mook or expiring Baines in a first rounder for Beal. Do you do it? No. You don't do it? No. First off, I just said we need Baines forever. Life. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't see, actually, I wouldn't give up Baines in that deal. I would be willing to give up Mook in that deal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just another guard that they like don't need. Beal's yeah, really he can good score, though. But also Kyrie can score. They both need the ball. Beal's really good though. Brad Beal, I call him Brad Beal. Brad Beal, like that. Uh, he and Tatum are boys too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the likelihood of that happening is there's probably zero percent like, chance. Yeah. I love Marcus Morris. Yeah. Like so, yeah. I'd rather the Celtics trade for Markeith Morris from the Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't think I'd do it. Yeah, I, I saw it. Um, uh, it was like on NBC Sports, and I thought that was an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 there's probably a zero percent chance that happened. Yeah. Uh, one, because they mentioned it even in the ar- in the article. Like, I don't think Washington wants to help Boston in any type of way. Can Brad Beal play point guard? I think he can. He should go to uh, Milwaukee. Should try and get him. Well, then that would make Milwaukee just. Well, yeah, no, not yeah. like it's not good for the Celtics, yeah. but like. I think that would be a very good team. Yeah, Milwaukee's scared. Brad Beal. Yeah. I almost just said Kate Middleton. <laughs> What's his first name? Chris? Yeah, Chris. So, it's, I mean, it's K. But he yeah. spells it like K-H-R-I-S. Yeah. Chris and Giannis. Uh, that's a scary, scary team. Well, we saw last year in the playoffs. I feel like Chris Middleton couldn't miss a shot. Yeah, I would probably say he's the most underrated player in the league. Yeah. He's very good. He's Yeah. Yeah, he's probably... I actually I don't know his stats, but I feel like he might be an all star this year. Maybe. Um but yeah, as far as you know, the the front part of the Eastern Conference, I don't know why I said front part. Uh <laughs> the, top. the top end of the Eastern Conference I really think it's Toronto and Milwaukee are the real only threats. I don't I I don't really believe in Indiana, uh and I think this this Philadelphia team, there's something w- like with Boston. There's some type of chemistry thing there still. Um, but I guess where I was going with that, I still, I think it's really important that Boston leapfrogs 
Philadelphia and Indiana in the standings because you don't want to get in that four or five matchup with one of those teams. Because if you get like say if you even get the three seed, you would much rather face Brooklyn than maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah, Hunter Dinwiddie Hive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I'm kind of kidding. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think they got to get back to the top three. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty important. Um. But like, because we've seen it already, none of the teams like scare me. Oh, and that's the thing. Like they play well against those yeah, teams. That's, yeah, that's. I'm like almost more worried for the six, seven, eight team because mm. <laughs> they might not be as good. Yeah. So that's a long ways off. Yeah, though. we yeah. still haven't even hit the All Star break yet. Mm. So. I and I to be honest, we talked. I feel like we talked throughout the entire season. Like, well, they they will be okay. Like, they will be like. Yeah. We're, we're already what like forty five games of the season. I still think that as long as they get into the playoffs, like playing really well, I would feel pretty confident about them. Yeah, Th- they have the most talent in the East. The, the, like literally, the only problem is their consistency. Yeah, they can they can play with any team in the league. Well, they're consistently inconsistent. No, I don't like <laughs> that you just said that. Uh, they can they can run with any team in the league. I want to say even including the Warriors, um, it's just they they just don't want to beat bad teams. They just yeah. don't want to do it. They just don't. They I th- mentally they just can't get up for them. It's it's something, yeah. It, and uh, I heard it somewhere too that it almost seems like they know that they're better than those teams, mm-hmm. so they're kind of like not taking the night off, but they're not going as hard as they would against mm-hmm. like a Toronto. So like, by the end the the team the bad team's still hanging with them, and then they collapse and lose. Yeah, if that makes sense. We're like, yeah, no, I think they haven't actually proven anything that they are that good of a team. Mm. So, and I mean, th- th- between them and the one seeds, only still six games. Yeah, and it's, there's still a lot of season left. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so I think both are we're, we agree that we're still optimistic on the Celtic season, right? Uh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought for Syracuse just beat Pitt. So I oh, they did. Yes, I, I, but I thought I read it wrong that Pitt beat Syracuse, yeah. and I was getting it mad. But breaking news here. What was the score? Seventy-four to sixty-three. Be a good transition to talk about college basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see how many times that left. Um, college football. Yeah, top two seeds are done. Not. To, I don't know why I said done. <laughs> 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 yeah, but this is actually. Um, yeah, so number one Duke goes down on Monday. Two? Would they lose two? <laughs> they lost to Syracuse. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Huge win for the program. Um, and then just this afternoon, number two Michigan loses at Wisconsin. I would be really – I kind of – obviously I want Duke to beat Virginia today. I would be very interested <laughs> – Sorry, we're, we're getting there. – to see what would happen with the rankings if Duke – uh, Virginia and Michigan all lose this week. Obviously, the I think you probably just move Tennessee to number one. But like after I don't that, think you have to, yeah. But like after that, like does Duke, since they even though they lost to an unranked team, but they beat like a top five team, you probably don't move them down a no, lot. I think Duke would go to two. Because um, I, I think Syracuse is better than Wisconsin. So I mean, that's I know I root like root for Syracuse, but I just I feel like Syracuse is a better team than Wisconsin. So, yeah, you know, yeah. for a p- p- opponent to who they lost to, right, I, right, I think right. it would go Tennessee, Duke, 
Virginia, Michigan. I think Michigan would drop to four mm. or, or further. Yeah. Just based off. Yeah, I guess I would probably. Oh, I would just. Yeah. Maybe even Virginia. I don't think Duke leaves the top three. Yeah, and also I feel like so Virginia is actually number one in like the coaches poll. I strictly rely on the AP poll. Yeah. I don't really look at the other ones. Yeah. Unless Syracuse is ranked at one, <laughs> not the other, <laughs> then I look at it. But I'm just hoping we get 25 this week. I don't think we will. I think it'll take another week. Yeah. But I'm hoping for that 25 number. <laughs> Because they have another big game, though, coming up against uh, Vod Tech, I think. Well, the ACC is so strong. It's like every week there's like a top 15 so, matchup. So, yeah, next Saturday they play Virginia Tech. It's, it's so a, that, where is it's it? It's in Blacksburg, Virginia. Hmm. Okay. So if they could get another – and, I mean, they're ranked in the top 10 right now, so if they can get another road top 10 win, mm-hmm. we'd be looking much better than we were last week. You know what I was I was thinking about I was thinking about this after the Duke Cuse game, where these two teams, it, whenever they play, it's almost like a little bit of like the Duke UNC rivalry. I'm not like not to say that like they're comparable in that way, but yeah. like no matter what where the team is ranked, um, weird things just generally happen. In the it, yeah, like uh, it obvi- like obviously last week, like the guy hits that eighty foot shot, the buzzer. Trey Jones goes out with an injury. Yeah. But even like, remember that game we were wa- uh, we were watching when Duke when uh, Cuse was ranked like first, and it was when um, it was in Syracuse, but uh, oh yeah, um, where like Rashid Suleiman hit like it, a shot to send it to overtime, yeah. and then see like I think Ronnie Hood like. Missed a dunk. He thought he got fouled. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that was the same season. Oh yeah. Where, where they the played at Duke and Bayheim flipped there. Yeah. Definitely didn't do an offensive foul. And yeah. Bayheim lost his mind. So they're just they've a they're just always good games. Doesn't you know, matter. I mean, when the they tournament play. game last year was really good. That yeah. stressed me out so. I know. Much. Yeah. So it, it it's I see what you mean with Duke UNC or or like it's like even like old Syracuse Georgetown mm-hmm. Big East. Um, it's just a new rivalry. Because of the conference realignments. Yeah, I just don't like playing you guys. It just, like, one, because that zone always seems to bother. It yeah. bothers every team, but, like, for, for Duke, it's like they always have bad shooting nights against you against you guys. Yeah, like, they shot, like, the most threes Duke's ever made. Or, it, I mean, that's <laughs> not come out right. They shot, the, they shot the most threes a Duke team's ever taken. And this Duke team is not a good three-point shooting team. And they team. made, like... They were 9 of 43. Yeah. And oh, Jesus Jack God. White was 0 for 10. That was big. I don't know if that dude like normally hits threes. He does. He hasn't been playing well the past couple games. I also he, didn't know he started. I didn't even. I've never heard of him until. Well, he because Cam Reddish wasn't playing, so oh, he started. Normally, yeah. yeah. And I, sorry, were you gonna say something? I was just gonna say your your dude Alex O'Connell. That dude pissed me off. <laughs> he's the he was like perfect Duke. Like, well, he's everybody like after. The Duke season ended last year with Grayson Allen graduating. They're just like, all right, well, Alex O'Connell's the guy now. It's, it's like they have a factory. <laughs> it's, like a, it's just like what pe- people say about Patriots, like white wide receivers. Yeah. Duke has a white basketball player factory somewhere in the country. Well, they got a guy that's redshirting right now, Joey Baker, who's white, and he's like a good shooter. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just like, get out of here with that. Yeah. Um, but I guess to kind of swing it from like a positive Duke, span, uh, Duke fan perspective after that game, it's like – Duke was out without yeah. two of their best players. Lose Took Jones. like a really good game from Tyus Battle. 
they couldn't hit a three. Yeah. yeah. But like, and that's that. And, uh, I'm sorry, that's not taking away from what Q. No, I know. Did. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you mean. I, I mean that's the first game I've seen all season where they actually made shots. Yeah. So it's like a normal Syracuse thing. They have good talent. They just like can't ever score, <laughs> which is like really weird. Yeah. Um. So that was yeah. They played like a complete game. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say complete because the first like four minutes were disastrous. Yeah, and losing Jones in that game, I I think yeah. really that was the difference. As it absolutely yeah. was. Um. Well, and uh, I'm gonna screw up his name. Uh, Chinua Pascal Chinua, this gigantic Syracuse player, mm-hmm. uh, with the goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a career 18 rebounds. Jesus. Christ. So like. That also happens. Some random Q's guy just gets infinity rebounds. Remember, yeah. like... Uh, yeah, who was it? As a boot? No, no, no. No, it was uh, Roberson. Tyler Roberson. He had, like, 24 yeah. rebounds against... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, weird things happen. It was a good game. Uh, I think Tyus Battle it might be one of the most underrated players in college basketball. Yeah. I mean, I he was, like, a projected... I think maybe since Q's got off to a little bit of a rough start he kind of flew under the radar. Because yeah. wasn't he like a preseason All-American? I feel like he was, but maybe... I'm I don't right. know if All-American. Maybe ACC? All that ACC. would make sense, yeah. But, uh, he, yeah, Duke had no answer for him. Yeah. It was, he was hitting, like, these long twos. Like, I thought... Like, shot at the end of regulation, I thought that was going in. I was just like, fuck. Oh, I did too. Yeah. yeah. Um, should have gone in, honestly. You probably should have, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh... It, Sorry. Oh, no, you go. Sorry. Well, it's funny. Once they got into overtime, I was just like, okay, you got five more minutes. You are the most, most more yeah. talented team. Like, just pull away. But then, off the tip, some Syracuse guy, like, just stole it and laid it in. I was just like, Frank fuck. Howard, yeah. Uh, but the ending of overtime was extremely odd for Duke. They took, like, 20 seconds with 30 seconds left. To, they were, to they didn't know what to do. To with, put a shot up, and it was like, yeah. you're only, you're only, they were only down, like, five or six or something? I think they were down by four. Something like that. Yeah. And, and I think it was... Uh, Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. Was just like dribbling at the top, and I was like, buddy, you got to put a shot up here. Yeah, that's. That was a little odd. Yeah, they just didn't. They, they looked kind of lost against yeah. that zone. Um, and this and that's the, the kind of the like Achilles heel with Duke is that once the game slows they down in the half court. Games. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, they had a close game with Florida State uh, last yeah. week. Um, like once the game slows down, they kind of play in a half court setting. Like they're not a very good th- perimeter shooting team. Like, out like O'Connell and Cam Reddish are like their two best shooters. Yeah. Um. And uh, your team like is very they're long and athletic. Yeah, the average wingspan is like six eight, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is wild. Yeah, and which is so. why when Duke plays tonight against Virginia, I mean, Can Virginia I, run a zone a lot now. Well, they have they call it like the pack line defense. Yeah. But they have the you know the, the best defense in the country, and without their point guard, it's going to be. London Parente still on Virginia? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was. <laughs> I'm surprised Malcolm Brogdon still isn't on that team. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'm trying. Is there a guy that you can think of in college basketball right now that's one of those dudes that's just been on a team for like a decade? Uh, maybe Ethan Happ from Wisconsin, because I was watching him today. He's getting there. Yeah. There I think the Azabuki dude from Kansas feels like he's been yeah, there for a while. Yeah, it's always Kansas. Yeah. Perry Ellis is like still in school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He um, when you know when he passes away, it's just gonna say natural causes like yeah. two years. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, I, I 
thought I saw somebody that was just like, he might be the one, but he doesn't really feel like he's been there very long. Um, I feel like I saw somebody who was just like, you've been in college for an extremely long time. Who's my favorite players? Yeah. Pretty sure he's still on the team. There's going to be somebody in the tournament this year, and we're going to be like, oh, wait, that's that guy. He's been in college for 19 years. Yeah. Yeah. There's always one guy. My all-time number one dude that's been in college basketball was was Peyton Siva. (laughs) He never left Louisville. Yeah. There forever. I mean, I think for me, it just has to be Perry Ellis. It just felt like he was there. Well, okay, so yeah, yeah. that's actually, he's been there, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, always man. the Kansas big man. Azabuki's been there for a long time. Yeah. But uh, it's been a pretty interesting college basketball season so far. Uh, yeah. The ACC is just absolutely loaded. Yeah, there year. are some, uh, not just in the ACC, but like te- I didn't know Tennessee was going to be good basketball. Yeah, so I guess, I, not that I haven't been watching them that much no, this I year, but apparently they just have like really big physical guys who can like all shoot. They, they they start five guys who can like hit That's threes. Fair. Yeah, um, and I know, like I, I still think Duke's gonna win the national championship at the end of the season, but as of right now, there's no, doesn't seem like there's a clear cut. Yeah, I was actually I was on Bovada the other day looking at just like the, uh, like the odd like the odds to win the national championship. Duke actually had like by far the best odd, like. The highest odds, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, they have the top two picks in the draft. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was after that, it was like, you know, Michigan, uh, Gonzaga. Um, I think even Virginia's line was slightly worse than those, yeah. which, and I don't know if that's just going off of what happened last year, but that would actually be a pretty interesting bet to bet Virginia to win a national championship. Because I saw it, it must, must have been like a thousand to one. Um, or oh, something wow. like that, yeah. where like Duke was like plus four hundred. I don't, I don't know, but like, well, but it's gonna be a favorite. So Duke was probably minus. Well, they weren't the favorite, but they just had the best odds. Or, oh. but um, I don't know, but. Oh, uh, I see what you mean. What you're, yeah, yeah. It's been uh, it's been pretty good college basketball so far. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but uh, it's always the the March the. March Madness always delivers with just weird oh, moments. And probably the second best sporting event. You think? What would be? You're talking about like behind the Super Bowl. Behind the Super. Oh right, 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 right. I don't know why that took me a while. To think of that. Um, but yeah, I could. I guess I would have to agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, exciting times all around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Red Sox still in the World Series. People forget that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> still, I guess they're just going to roll with no closer in 2019. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. That's a little, it's a little tough. But yep. it also seems like it's the same. Baseball's got to figure something out because the same thing's happening and none of the big names are signing. No. I saw even so. today Chris Bryant said that he was like annoyed that uh, Harper and Machado haven't like or not that they haven't signed, but like teams aren't like as aggressively going after them or something like yeah. that. Well, it, it, it's must be the JD Martinez approach where you, you can know, kind of lowball them. Wha- yeah, one one team has made like an offer that is suitable, but it's not like what the player wants, and no one else is coming up and being like, "Here's all this money." Yeah. So, because I mean that's that's exactly what I mean. JD Martinez wanted more money. Nobody offered higher than the Red Sox, so it's here. It's a great deal. He won the World Series. <laughs> so, interesting. 
there were some because that was it winter weekend like the yeah that's, yeah that's the only reason I is, it, is it called winter weekend i forgot what it was yeah pretty sure it's just called red sox winter weekend um some really cool quotes from some of the players um that i just saw on twitter but chris like somebody asked chris sale if he's watched like the final outs of the world series and he said like yeah i watched it like hundreds of oh, times yeah, i just saw that today yeah um he also, I think Sale also said, like, um, the mentality after winning the World Series still remains the same. Like, we always, like, want, like, we're not going to be complacent. Like, we always want to yeah. be winning that. So I thought, I mean, you, I think that's the biggest thing with, you get complacent after you win something like that. You just oh, don't yeah. Wanna, yeah. I just hope they don't have that quote unquote World Series hangover, championship hangover. Yeah. That would be, because. The Yankees aren't going anywhere. They're gonna have to win a hundred games again next year. And they they just signed that another bullpen guy. who's really good. The uh, he has an odd name. I should know. Yeah. He was the guy that said that he would strike out Babe Ruth every time. Oh, that's a big time quote. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. I wish we signed him. That's a big quote. Yeah. And I I like believe him. Uh, he throws one curveball. Babe Ruth is painting. Yeah. Well, I saw some like out of the box. They had. It was some article that had like all these like gifts of him pitching, and he has like a dominant sli- his slider is yeah. like absolutely filthy. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 yeah, they can't get complacent, like you said. The, the Red Sox are gonna have to win 100 games just to win the division again. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so it's baseball. And so I gu- they actually like report kind of soon. Yeah, yeah, and I guess we should probably end the episode with Tiger yep. competing. Tory Pines is it next week? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't golf started up again. Yeah, golf ever end. I don't think I think it's just a uh, you know it's single it just keeps going Whatever. you know yeah okay <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah he he'll be back sooner than we thought we right. I, I don't know what I'm saying right yeah now. no Tiger Woods though we got him in yeah yeah uh, I hope he wins the Masters that'd be amazing yeah but uh, we'll probably wrap it up here as always thank you all for listening go Pats yeah we're done here. <laughs>